0: The big news today is that Pope Francis met with President Joe Biden, said, according to Joe Biden, he's a good Catholic and he could keep receiving Holy Communion. I'm going to do a whole show on that later today. I think I scheduled it for two o'clock, so make sure you're subscribed and you have the bell so you'll be notified when I go live on that. Right now, I guess you could say this is the Halloween special for this year. We're talking about the Martin Luther statue. Pope Francis brought out this Martin Luther statue in 2016. You can see it right here on my left, your right. And there's yellow and blue scarves. And the yellow scarves represent the papacy. And the blue scarves, according to Francis, represent Lutheranism. And they're united together all underneath a, I called it when it first came out, a chocolate statue of the deformer, Martin Luther, not the reformer, the deformer, because he deformed Christianity for counting now 500 years. I said, you know, it kind of reminds me of the chocolate Easter bunnies that you get on Easter as a kid. I remember as a little kid, I always wanted the chocolate Easter bunny. I just thought that was so cool. And then you kind of eat parts, eat the ears. Pretty soon the whole thing's gone if you got your friend. But then it dawned on me since then because just this week pope francis has reintroduced the martin luther statue that was in 2016 that he brought it out now in 2021 here it is actually i don't think it was 2016 let me just check the date yeah it was 2016 yep okay very good so i'm ready so then it dawned on me when he brought it out this week i was like that's like that old silly chocolate looking statue of Martin Luther and then I thought you know actually it doesn't look like an Easter Bunny chocolate Easter Bunny It looks more like Mrs. Butterworth you know the old syrup and as a kid we used to have Mrs. Butterworth I grew up with Mrs. Butterworth at the breakfast table she was there with us so I'm running a poll if you're live with me right now to the right if you're on a desktop you'll see the poll if you are on your phone you will see the poll, the poll below this video and i want to encourage you to vote and you let me know is the is the martin luther statue that keeps popping up in the vatican is it uh is it more like mrs butterworth or is it more like one of those chocolate bunnies here's a picture over here of the statue and Mar- and uh martin luther- francis is uh he's got that look on his face like time to do some sketchy stuff do da do da and i want to read to you what he said about martin luther in the past and then what he said about lutheranism this very week and it's shocking if lutheranism is a heresy and pretty darn sure it is and pope francis espouses it well do the logic. All right, let's begin with an Our Father and we'll jump into this. And I want y'all, when we're done with the Our Father, I want everybody to vote. Okay, Oremus. In okay. nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Patron noster, qui es in Celi, sanctificator nomen tuum, advenia regnum tuum, fia voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimittimus debitoribus nostris, et nenos and ducas and tentationem, nos amen I'm trying to have some fun with this because it's uh it's a heartbreaker that you'd have a guy dressed in white saying I'm the Pope and by the way Martin Luther is awesome it's sad remember Pope Francis issued this stamp right here in 2017 to mark the 500th year anniversary of the Reformation. And right there is Philip Monk Melanchthon on the right, a Protestant reformer, a heretic, a guy who openly denied the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass, and Martin Luther on the left side of Christ crucified. Yeah, the Vatican actually issued this, and it's an abomination. So back to the Martin Luther statue. Why is there a statue of a heresy ark in the Vatican? Someone explain this to me. I need a Jesuit to come and accompany me on this journey of confusion. There's a journey of heresy, and I need some Jesuits to accompany me and explain it to me. Because my mind is just like, you know, that meme with the guy going, that's what's going on here. Now, how are we doing on our poll? Before I go through what, what Francis has said about Luther, How's the poll going? All right. Let's see. Okay. Y'all are going with Mrs. Butterworth. Right now, as of now, let me take a screenshot of it because unfortunately I can't share the poll while I'm in here. YouTube, it'd be great if YouTube could help on that. Here is the poll thus far. So it looks like the Mrs. Butterworth crew is winning. Uh, Mrs. Butterworth. 66% sounds kind of evil and 34% think it's a chocolate Easter bunny. You know something about Mrs. Butterworth? When I was in college my, we, my roommates and I we had this thing called the Butterworth Challenge. Now I don't want any young people out here to do the Butterworth Challenge but Just for some fun, I'll tell you what the Mrs. Butterworth challenge was. You would get one of these Mrs. Butterworths. Now the glass bottles didn't work so well, you would want a plastic bottle, but I think we used either one. And you would challenge someone, like on a Friday night or a Saturday night, you'd put together some money and the person would have to chug a bottle of Mrs. Butterworth all the way to the bottom, a full one and you know if you had a bunch of people around you know you could raise like maybe a hundred bucks even and you'd say here's the money if you can chug the entire Miss Butterworth you get this money now the reason I say the glass isn't good because syrup drips right it's not like liquid so it takes a while And we had a time timeline I can't remember if it was 30 minutes or an hour but it's very difficult to do if you have the plastic one you can of course squeeze it but what happens is is this gets into your system and it's just it's thick right it's like thicker than motor oil and it's a real bad experience I'll spare you all the details but most people cannot do it and then when their body realizes what's happening uh, it's a bad it's a real bad I mean I'm we were stupid 20 year old kids back then this could give you like diabetes not good um, that's the Butterworth Challenge. Do not um, encourage it. And then people who did this challenge would be so sick the next day. And we used to call that not the hangover, but the drip over. Because, well, it's bad. Now, Martin Luther in 1517, October 31st, nailed the 95 Theses on the church in Wittenberg. That's why Pope Francis likes to bring out this statue, chocolate statue, Mrs. Butterworth statue of Martin Luther this week. So tomorrow, I'm filming this on October 30th, but tomorrow is the anniversary of the Reformation. Now, I said a long time ago in one of my podcasts, like six years ago, I said the most gory, bloody, disgusting slasher thing that has happened on October 31st is not one of these disgusting horror films or people decorating their house with like zombies and mummies and vampires. The most disgusting slasher slaughter of all time was committed by Martin Luther when he slashed and slaughtered the body of Christ that is the church and divided Christendom, divided the one Catholic church. A complete massacre. And that was Martin Luther, and he started it on October 31st. The Vigil of All Saints Day, All Hallows Day. A complete slap in the face to Holy Mother of the Church. Why is Pope Francis celebrating this, man? Hmm. Answer me that. So this kind of started in 2016. Pope Francis brought out this uh, chocolate statue. It's not actually chocolate. I, when I first saw, it, I was like, "Is this like a chocolate statue? What is this?" And he brought in one thousand Lutherans in the Paul the Six Hall. What is the Paul the Six Hall? That's the hall that looks kind of like a, a snakehead. I wish I had a picture of it, but I think y'all by now know that the Paul the Six Hall looks like snakehead. And he celebrated it and welcomed the thousand Lutherans there at the Vatican. And he received from the Lutherans a bound copy of the 95 Theses of Martin Luther. I mean, this is so ecumenically insensitive. You know, it's, it's like, um, I don't want to say anything because it'd probably be politically correct. But just imagine a group of people who were persecuted and then they give them a copy of a book that explains like rah 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 let's persecute these people i mean you're walking up to the pope of the catholic church and saying hey here's a bound copy of our protest letter it's our gift to you of course francis like it there's a picture of him holding it and smiling of course there is of course there is now referring to martin luther Uh, Here's what Francis said, quote, the church's greatest reformers are the saints. In other words, the men and women who follow the word of the Lord and practice it. This is the path we need to take. This is what reforms the church, and they are great reformers. They may not be theologians. They may not have studied. They may be humble, but these people's souls is steeped in the gospel. It's full of it, and they are the ones who successfully reform the church. Both in the Lutheran and Catholic churches, there are saints. Men and women with a holy heart who follow the gospel. They are the church's reformers, end quote. (laughs) Two things. Francis says that there's both in the Lutheran and Catholic churches. I didn't know that Christ instituted two churches. I mean, I've read the whole New Testament. I only saw the one church. The one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Christ has one church, not two, three, four, five. This is what happens when you steep yourself in the language of Vatican II, in the language of subsist it in. Very dangerous. And this is what Francis is promoting. Secondly, he said there are saints in each of the churches. Implicitly, He's canonizing Martin Luther. He's talking about the great reformers standing next to a statue of Francis. Let me uh, put this on the screen for y'all to see. Check this out. Remember the other day I said Octanon verbal. We can also look at verbal. Look at this. There he is saying these things He's wearing a blue sash, which represents Lutheranism, and a yellow sash, which represents the po- the papacy in the Catholic Church. And then Martin Luther is in a statue right there next to him. Oh, and guess who's on the right side there? Archbishop Gansfine. The guy who ta- tells us all the time what Pope Benedict is thinking and feeling. Not Pope Francis, Pope Benedict, the previous All right, what else has Francis said about Luther? In 2016, Pope Francis said this, I think that the intentions of Martin Luther were not mistaken. He was a reformer. Perhaps some methods were not correct, but at the same time, if we read the story of the pastor, a German Lutheran who then converted when he saw reality, he became Catholic in that time. The church was not exactly a model to imitate. There was corruption in the church, there was worldliness, attachment to power, to money, and this he protested. Then he was intelligent and took some steps forward, justifying, and because he did this. And today, Lutherans and Catholics, Protestants, all of us agree on the doctrine of justification. On this point, which is very important, he did not err. He made a medicine for the church, end quote. How many thumbs do I have down right now? Two. Two dislikes. Now, don't dislike this video. Go ahead and give this video a like. But on this quote by Francis, I'm going to give it two dislikes, two thumbs down, because he says Luther was not mistaken. Luther did not err. He did not make an error. And he says that Luther made medicine for the church. In other words, Luther was the healer for the church, even though he he caused the greatest schism. The most heresy ever in the history of the church, even more than Arius. And then he also says here that Lutherans and Catholics and Protestants, we all agree on the doctrine of justification, which is complete hogwash, because I used to be a Protestant, and we do not agree with what the Catholics teach in the canons of Trent. Walk up to a Lutheran or a Calvinist or a Reformed Baptist and say, do you agree with Catholics on the doctrine of justification? And they'll be like, pshh unreal, unreal, they do not. Now, how are we doing on our poll? I'm asking y'all to vote on the poll. Does this Martin Luther statue look like Mrs. Butterworth or look like the Easter Bunny? Wow, Mrs. Butterworth really pulling ahead even more now at 69%. Easter Bunny only pulling in 31%. Sorry about that chocolate Easter bunny. All right. Here's what Francis said this week about Martin Luther and Lutheranism. He brought back out the statue that he had put in the Paul Six Hall in 2016. And he met with 500 Lutherans. This was on Tuesday of this past week. They had traveled from Germany to Rome In a ecumenical celebration. And here's what Francis said. Get this. Here's what Francis said. Oh, this is the previous. uh, This goes back to the first one. We're on the second one. But in the previous one, he said, some of you have already taken part in the ecumenical pilgrimage with Luther to the Pope. Which took place five years ago. So Francis, referring back to the meeting five years ago with the 1,000 Lutherans, now there's 500 Lutherans. He says, some of you are already with us in the ecumenical journey. With Luther to the Pope. You know, I often sign my letters and my emails, Ad Jesum per miriam, to Jesus through Mary. This is with Luther to the Pope. Hmm. You know what? I don't want Luther to accompany me. And if he's taking me to a Pope, I'm not so sure about that. Francis also said at the beginning of this audience, you greeted me with a song singing unites. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have a 500 year schism based on heresy and they sing a song and it unites. Unreal. Unreal. Francis then says, In the choir, no one is alone. It is important to listen to others. He invited the Lutherans to listen to the melody of God. Open their hearts. Always turn on your ears to the melody of God in your lives. This way, from many voices, a single song will be heard. That's how we bring about ecumenism in Germany and in many other parts of the world. So, this is the uh, this is the agenda, you know, of Francis. We are going to, according to him, promote Martin Luther as a great reformer. And when we say, well, "What about all these heresies that Luther taught?" Well, let's just sing a song together because when you sing, you unite. When you sing, you unite. He calls him a great reformer. He says that. He personally agrees with Luther on justification. That's heresy. That's just his. That's just heresy. All right, well, this was our little Halloween show. Everyone have a happy Hallows' Eve. Everyone says, Marshall, do you celebrate Halloween? Of course I celebrate Halloween. I'm a Catholic. I celebrate Halloween in a Catholic way, which is a day of penitence in preparation for a holy day of obligation called All Saints' Day. All Hallows. If you're a Catholic, you, you of course you celebrate Hallows' Eve. It's, hey, if you got a missile, got an tr- old missile, there you go. Even some of the old English missiles actually call it Hallows' Eve or hallow So So um, celebrate it in a holy way by focusing on the saints, the Catholic saints who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. All right, before I close here and... Pray the Hail Mary. Let's see who won the poll. Hopefully y'all are all voting. By the way, if you've enjoyed this, please share it on Facebook and please like it. Oh, wow. Mrs. Butterworth is cleaning up. Mrs. Butterworth has 71%. So uh, she is the victor in today's poll. Like For those of you just coming in, when I first saw the statue of Martin Luther five years ago, I said, that looks like one of those chocolate Easter bunnies. This statue right here. And uh, since then, I've revised that. And I thought, that looks more like Mrs. Butterworth. And y'all agree. Y'all are saying Mrs. Butterworth. So ding, 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 ding. Mrs. Butterworth, congratulations. You win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring her in here. And uh, let's resize her. Let's get her right in here. Let's put it in. I want everyone to meme this on Twitter and Facebook. There it is. The merging. Mrs. Butterworth replaces the idol of Martin Luther. Oh, and she even has her handout right there. Right there. Pope Francis, living my life. Right there. Or living my life. There it is. All right. What do we do about this? Well, we're having a little fun a little humor, but this is heartbreaking. The division of the Catholic Church over Lutheranism is horrible, and it is what Martin Luther did 500 years ago is worse than any slasher film ever because he slashed the body of Christ. He mutilated the body of Christ, and he did it through heresy, and he did it through hatred of the mass, and hatred of the saints, and hatred of the papacy, and hatred of the unity of the church. That's what Martin Luther did. So why Francis would come along and celebrate him and erect the idol of Martin Luther, I'm just going to put Mrs. Butterworth over it. There we go. I'm going to cover up the shame. Why would he do this? It's like Francis does exactly opposite what you would expect a pope to do every time. All right. Well, I'm going to go work out. I got my son's football game today, a bunch of stuff, but I will be back at 2 o'clock because Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, just met with Pope Francis. And according to Joe Biden, Francis said, you're a good Catholic and you should keep receiving Holy Communion. Here's the picture of that. Right. Here's the show I'm going to be doing right here. So make sure you're subscribed, and uh, I'll be back in a few hours, and we'll talk about that. Pray the rosary every day. Be kind to people. Read the Bible every day. Go to confession every two to four weeks. Live the norms. Keep an account of your actions, examination of conscience every evening. Strive for holiness, strive for perfection, but do it in the grace of Jesus Christ and by the strength given in the Holy Sacraments. And until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ said you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth, so go out there and be salty. God bless and congratulations to you, Mrs. Butterworth.